Live from Vanadil. Limit Break Radio. With your host, Anne Nero, Callo, Argit Lamp, and Sale. Welcome to the next level. LimitBreakRadio.com. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro, and I am so glad that I've been leveling up Samurai. I'm Kahlo, and today I'm untouchable, and I don't mean perfect dodge style. I'm Sale, venturing deep into the heart of Crawler's Nest to only come out alive. In the dark of night, I am the savior. In the presence of the weak, I am strength. In the world of Vanadiel, I am a paladin. Argent Long. Whoa. Where'd that come from? Um, what, what the heck? That's, how did not, you... that's not how you introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah, where, where's White Mage Power Ranger go? <laughs> I miss that, Argentlom. This better not be a reoccurring theme. <laughs> this could be bad news for Kahlo and the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Joining us from the Phoenix server, we have Gannyman. Gannyman, how's it going? Excellent. How are you? Oh, not bad. Not bad at all. So, since this is your first appearance on Limit Break Radio, and I'm sure it won't be your last, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Well, I, I started playing at the PS2 release, and um, I'm a Taru, and I always wanted to be a Red Mage. So I took Red Mage all the way. I played it for about two years. And uh, then they came out with this job, Blue Mage, and I have not been able to put it down since I started. So you uh, you haven't dusted off your uh, Taru Taru pimp hat in quite a while. Uh, I, I break it out once in a while, but you know, Blue Mage is uh, can't you know you can't leave that hat alone. But Blue Mage is my new love, I think. So you're really digging the gypsy getup then? <laughs> oh yeah, that nice uh, that nice little face mask. Uh, by the way, what's your uh, what's your Blue Mage at? My Blue Mage is 67, and I'm close to 68. Just trying to grind away to 75 and having a blast with it. What nation are you from? A Windurst. Oh, the, yes. the, the only real nation out there. What What Taru cannot be from Windurst? If you are not from Windurst, shame on you. So uh, a lot been going on over the last week or so. So uh, why don't we uh, Why don't we give some uh, personal updates? And Kahlo, I'm I'm saving you for last. So uh, Arjit, why don't you go first? Um, well, I've just started uh, yesterday. Actually, I got my chocobo egg, and I'm starting to raise my own chocobo. I'm following in your guys' footsteps. It's oh, still yeah. its egg, so. Oh, oh, okay. So you haven't had a chance to name it yeah, yet. Yeah, I just got it yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, and then now uh, we're I'm going to actually start on a static on Friday, so I'm uh, going to start leveling Blue Mage, Got uh, trying to get all the magic up to 20, because uh, we're planning on taking it to it. Taking our stack to at least twenty. Wow, cool! Sounds like a uh, sounds like a good time. Now, uh, Ghani, do you have any um, advice for Arjit about acquiring spells and magic? It's tricky, you know. Sometimes it's really not forgiving for you. And you know, just last night, I spent I swear between five and ten hours just trying to learn Spinal Cleave. Wow! And you know, but other times I'll I'll get it on the first mob. It it's really. A crapshoot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the the key I think is keep your blue mage, uh, your magic skill capped, and try to do that trick where people will kill the mob right after they see the animation for the for the weapon skill. Um, that seems to work a lot for me. Uh, sometimes they'll use the weapon skill at the beginning of a battle, and I'll still learn it. It's really unpredictable. It's really hard, and sometimes it's really easy. You know. Um, All right, thanks, man. 
Yeah, all I have to say is good luck. Moving right along uh, into sale, what have you been doing over the last week or so? Well, um, I finally got the last expansion after a very, very, very large hassle. And since then, I'm going to be looking forward to eventually seeing Atargon myself instead of hearing all about it. But aside from that, I've moved into trying to start uh, Clothcraft, though I got a little sidetracked and went partying a little while ago. Yeah. <laughs> Those crawlers are not going to like me. So you uh, finally moved into the crawler's nest area. Yep. Speaking of someone that moved into crawler's nest. Yeah. We uh, we both hit 36 last night. Again, I guess I'll just move this into, uh, into my update. I uh, hit 36 with my samurai, and I am so, 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 so glad that I've been leveling up samurai with these new changes that are coming up. Uh, aside from that, I uh, had a pretty quiet week. No, no, I'm lying. I took down my first god, uh, Suzaku. Uh, almost got the Suzaku scythe. Uh, my, my lot missed by about 50. Um, let me see. Uh, also did Dynamis Juno over this week and uh, got my first piece of relic gear. Uh, my relic legs can't equip them yet. They're 73. Uh, but still, I think those are uh, two pretty major accomplishments. So, uh, moving out of personal updates. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I'm mad at you. Why? I'm mad at you. And folks, you'll, you're about to find out why. Is because I'm, because I'm bitter. Because I'm bitter. What? That's why. In like what happened last night? Yes. In like all right. All right. <laughs> there was a, a small incident um, small. last week where I lost uh, a little bit of gear. And um, it was somewhat of a, a, a pretty big setback. Uh, I moved into a pretty pretty bad state of depression for the night, and I almost didn't want to play anymore. However, the KS30 party was coming up this weekend, so I thought, you know, maybe something will happen there, right? And I also had a friend from the Link Shell who came to me saying, look, you know, I got 120 KS, and, you know, I'm willing to share whatever drops with you to help you get back to where you were, right? So he goes in for his first orb, gets Evoker's Boots, Coffin Maker, D-Cloth, and O-Ingot. He goes in, gets his second orb, comes back, gets the D-Ingot drop. I go in with my orb, I get the D-Ingot drop. I'm not sure what he got on his uh, third and fourth orb yet, but right there, that, that's already like six, seven mil in items right there. Split, split 50-50. Split 50-50. That's, that's not bad. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a nice little haul right there. It sure is. And he's a Taru, so once this is all over, I'm thinking about just cutting off his foot and, and, and holding it on my side like a, like, a, <laughs> like a lucky charm, you know? But, uh, Instead of a rabbit's foot. A keep it on the DL. And um, Argent mentioned the static that he's gotten into, and that's uh, I'm also going to be in the static. I finally got around unlocking core, and I've got to say... All right, all you Kahlo fans out there, don't panic, but I may have found a reason to permanently retire Thief. It's Ooh. that awesome. And I'm only level 11. <laughs> yeah, Kahl fans everywhere are in just a state of utter abject panic. Utter panic. It's true. But ladies, don't worry because the Corsair AF, that's hot. That's <laughs> <laughs> hot. Always thinking about the ladies. Ganny Man, what have, uh, what have you been doing recently in game? You know, just trying to finish off my blue spells. I'm in range where I can learn the rest of them. Um, my COP static just got C about a week ago, and we're really excited about that. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, we've been digging away for a while. You know, I've had 
Promethea expansion since it came out, and I see all my friends get C before me, and now we're finally there, so we're really happy about that. Congratulations! That's uh, that's a that's a hell of an accomplishment. Uh, a lot of those COP missions are just just really really difficult. Um, yeah, I got to say that Ultima Omega fight. We did. We tried a few nights, and I mean, we must have tried twenty times on that battle. Wow! And we came so close every time. And then you know you have this really difficult battle, and then they you get this Tenzin battle, and you're like, okay, what's what's this guy gonna do? Is he gonna be hard? Tenzin is the biggest joke in the world. I mean, you can <laughs> for that battle, and you know he's a cool samurai and all, but that battle uh, is a little little too easy. On a scale of one to ten. Uh, I, I give him like a two or a three. No way, really? Wow. You know, we went in there so overprepared, and he just, you know, it just wasn't even a challenge. You know, after all these difficult battles, you get to this final one before C, and it's just like they're giving it to you at that point. Kind of like, uh, kind of like the magic pot battle just before you get Sky. Like that's exactly. Just kinda, yeah, it's just kind of a gimme right there. Exactly. Just kind of look at it, kick the pot over, and just walk right by. Oh yeah, that. NM is just a joke. Such a joke. I think some parties, alliances too, when going in just get lucky. Like, uh, I've had to fight the Minotaur three times and we, we beat it every single time. It was a, a different alliance every time. The first two times it was just ungodly and it was so difficult. And then the final time when we went in there, it was like a, a three minute fight. Everyone's like, when do we get to fight the NM? Sometimes things just click, you know. Now, uh, Gannyman, you were the originator and the creator of FFX Cyclopedia, right? Yes, I did. Yep. Uh, why don't you uh, Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about the site in general, um, and and also some of the history behind it. Um, it started uh, shortly after I started my Link Shell. We were toying around with the idea of coming up with some knowledge database for ourselves, something where we can, you know, post our experiences with quests or missions and uh, so that we don't have to, like, go and explain everything over and over and over again to people. Sure. And um, you know, we chat on IRC every day. We've been doing it for a couple of years now. And, we were, you know, I threw out the idea, um, what about doing something like Wikipedia but for Final Fantasy? And they were like, what are you talking about? What, what's a wiki? I don't know what this is. And <laughs> I installed it on our website, and I threw up, like, a Red Mage article just to give an example of how things can run and just, just what pages can look like and show some possibilities. And people were like, oh, that's kind of cool, you know. And, and it didn't really take off for a while. And we had the, the wiki software installed on our Link Shell website for mm-hmm. probably, like, three months, four months. Oh, wow. And then... Uh, a guy in my link shell, Gahoo, he just picked it up and started running with it. And he started loading up articles, and I started helping him out some more. And a, a guy, Mirren, in my link shell, he started throwing in some articles. And before we knew it, we had like a thousand articles, and we were like, wow, that's a lot of information. How do we do that? You know, I can't take all the credit for this site. Yeah, I do the administration work. Um, I keep the site going, I keep the software updated. Um, I answer a lot of questions. You know, I get a lot of emails from people asking for help and things like that, but I cannot take all the credit for this site. Um, I definitely have to give a shout-out to Yahoo. He, uh, he is the wiki man. You know, he makes <laughs> most of the edits. If you look at the recent changes list, that guy is in there day in, day out. Wow. Just tweaking everything, keeping everything perfect. Um, and, you know, there's just thousands of other people making edits every day and I just have to thank everybody for making the site what it is. The whole thing about a wiki is that anyone can edit any page and add any information, make any corrections. 
Um, all you have to do is make an account. It's free. And if you see something wrong or something missing, something outdated, something might have changed with an update, you can mm-hmm. go in there and just edit any section. Anybody can do this. And it's not hard. And there's some people who are really good at adding information but not so good with making it look pretty. Mm-hmm. And there are other people who are really good at making things look pretty but don't really add new things. So it really works out when somebody goes in and adds something new. They don't have to worry about making it look all, all great and everything because someone else will come along and they'll update that page. They'll they'll make it the same style as the rest of the site. And it's really a great community project. Everybody works together. Um, there's discussion pages when we want things changed. There's a lot of people who join in the discussions. And it really works. It just works. And it's really amazing that the community can do this together, you know? Oh, absolutely. Now, were you, uh, uh, were you a fan of Wikipedia? Did you use Wikipedia? Um, I use Wikipedia from time to time. And we've had some recent experiences with Wikipedia where we don't like it so much anymore. With Final Fantasy XI, everybody's kind of aiming for the same thing. And they just want the information out there. They want it to be right. They want it to be accurate. And they want it to be fast. And I think that's what FFX Cyclopedia provides to everybody. And it's really climbing up in the charts for becoming, like, the top Final Fantasy site. And, you know, I, it just blows my mind every time I look at the stats for the website. Speaking of, uh, of stats, uh, what, what's the community like uh, over at FFX Cyclopedia? Um, uh, what kind of active community do you guys have? Um, last month, we, we broke well over a hundred thousand unique visitors to the site and wow. you know that may not necessarily mean there's a hundred thousand people using it but mm-hmm. it's it's a rough estimate and the numbers are really up there and the bandwidth usage just doubles and triples itself all the time um i mean last month we used almost 300 gigabytes of bandwidth wow. we're going to break that this month the user number goes up every month and it's all spread through word of mouth, really, too, because we don't advertise on other sites. I mean, we've got a link on your site. Um, we've got a link on the FFXI Atlas site. And, mm-hmm. you know, we really depend on the community to, to get the word out there. The uh, FFXI online forums link to us a lot. And, you know, we have our own forums linking to our own wiki. And a lot of the link shell forums link to us. And it's just a lot of word of mouth in game and, and on these forums that, that keep the site running. Yeah, uh, I also wanted to point out that uh, one of my favorite features about uh, the FFX Cyclopedia is usually if you want to compare gear or if you want to look at a set of gear, you have to go through and open links in different pages and tabs to each of the separate pieces of gear. But uh, you have a a special thing on yours where you can search for the armor set and it brings up all of them on the same page and at the bottom it even has a a list of all the different stats like once combined and totaled up. That's a project one user took on, and he went through all the uh, all the different armor sets, and he made special pages just for those, so you can really see what a full set will give you, and and look at all the different pieces. It really helps because um, I was being helped by Kala with this, and I was just researching on what I would probably want um, once I hit seventy five for my black mage, and just seeing all of those different sets it was so much easier to compare and contrast different sets of equipment yeah and it's it's always been like this little uh weird fetish if you will of mine when i see people with high level gear that i have to sit there and examine them and write down and calculate all their stats and some people got really (laughs) creeped out by it (laughs) that is pretty creepy what's this creepy elven following me around for Yeah, at one point I almost let, like, because I wrote them down on little sticky notes and pieces of paper and stick them on the wall next to my computer. 
So I had like a little, for a while, a little mural of people's stats and whatnot. And I wrote down job levels and names too. So it's the Kyle Hall of Fame. You might be on my wall. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, go on over to uh, FFX Cyclopedia. Sign up. Join the community. We've all joined the community. Uh, The the wealth. Oh man, the wealth of information over there is just incredible. You won't regret it at all. Absolutely. You'll be thanking your lucky stars. All right. So last week we were talking about uh, new updates that were coming out of the Tokyo Game Show. And what was happening at the Tokyo Game Show is what's known as VanaFest. And it's kind of like the uh, fan fest we have here in the U.S., um, except it's in Tokyo. Uh, some of the things that we were talking about, uh, the new video that had been released off of the Play Online website that featured four of the leading ladies in the world of Vana Deal uh, in combat with players. And what it actually was, was an event at VanaFest where parties could go in and uh, face against the four members of what's known as the Rose Quartet. And they would come in two at a time, and then once you beat one of the Rose Quartet, another one would come into their place the goal was to um beat at least three of them not all four right three and you had 15 minutes to do so oh yeah and uh it sounds it sounds like a really challenging event uh according to the uh vanafest wrap-up on the play online website it says that uh, less than 20 percent of the parties that went in there uh, uh made it out to the uh, to the other side so um sounds really challenging square enix has said that this is going to be one of the main events at this year's u.s fan fest uh so uh, a lot of a lot of stuff to look forward to there was also another event at vanafest known as the Gathering Storm, which is a type of assault that players were allowed to participate in. It was a special type of assault that took place near the Mamul Jaw Zone, and they added a lot of things that to help that you, that you don't normally get in regular assault, such as auto-TP restoration, auto-refresh, and auto-regen, and everyone in there had this. That way even mages could melee and you know, do more than just sit in the back and heal. Now, the point of this whole assault was to kill as many monsters as you can in a certain amount of time. Now, it says the original mission objective required that 40 monsters be defeated in five minutes, mm-hmm. but some parties went as far as, you know, one group pulverizing 89 mobs in, you know, that five minutes. That, that, that That's like 18 a minute. If you've ever been in an assault, you know, they don't go down very easily. Oh, no, not at all. Sounds like these people just went to town on the mobs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, but if, I, I mean, if you're given auto TP restoration, auto regen and auto refresh, I mean, come on, it's just like it's kind it, of a given. Oh, yeah. You're just going to sit there and hack away until, you know, your heart's content, yeah, especially with mages getting it, too. Oh, you know, the, <laughs> oh, yeah, sure they were magic bursting and skill chaining. <laughs> were there uh, any special prizes for either of these two events that you got for winning? Uh, usually or last year, anyhow, um, uh, the Moogle Rod was uh, a prize that was uh, given out at FanFest. Uh, I'm sure they have other types of just went and participated. Other type of prize packs and whatnot, too. But, I mean, personally... Actually, actually, you know, it should be mentioned that the Moogle Rod wasn't given to people who actually went to FanFest. It was given to anyone who signed up for FanFest, who bought a ticket for FanFest. Mm, so you get you could have bought a ticket and not win gotten the Moogle Rod. <laughs> personally, just to be able to uh, participate in any, any of these events would have been, you know, enough for me. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. It sounds like a blast. I would have had a lot of fun there. Another interesting event that they had at Vonifest was Who Wants to Be a Vonanillionaire? Which... <laughs> 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 what a weird word. Yeah. How did, how, what was that again? A vonanillionaire? Vonanillionaire. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right. So <laughs> basically what it was is they had a they had a uh, you know a bunch of different booths to where people could come up and take a quiz about Final Fantasy questions and see how far you can get. And if you go to the Play Online site, there's actually a, a, a small sample. Of, of some of the questions that oh you my. can go through. And, you know, some of them are, you know, a little bit easy. Some are you know, nah. not so easy. Uh, Annie, uh, what do you do? You want to go ahead and. <laughs> well, OK, how, how about this? I'm going to fire questions at you four. So, Ganny, Kahlo, Sale and Arjit, uh, I'm going to put you on the hot seat. So good, good luck. Good luck. I wish I wish you luck. First question. In which area can you experience snowy weather? Is it A, Batelia Downs, B, Rollenberry Fields, C, Saramage Champagne, or D, Quitham Island? Quitham. I'm going to go with uh, Batelia Downs. I'll, Ditto. I'll agree with Connie. Oh, and of course, uh, the answer is A, Batelia Downs. Wow. Wrong. Yeah. That's one of the ones which, that I got wrong when I did it myself. Which is interesting because you would think Quitham Island being that there's actually snow, snow on, on the, the ground. ground. Right. I think you get dark weather there. Uh, also light. light. Yep, dark yep. and light. Uh, lightning, too. That's what got me the first time that I saw that question. It's such a backwards question. It's not snow on the ground. It's snow falling right. to the ground. Uh, That's uh, one that you can learn when you're doing the, the summoner quest. Um, yeah. You might get lucky and get your snow weather in Battalia Downs. Hmm. I'll have to keep that in mind for when I do do the summoner quest. Now, uh, let's let's get to a really, really hard one. Oh, boy. Which title do you receive upon completion of the quest, Curses Foiled Again? Uh, A, Lower Than the Lowest Tunnel Worm. B, Spoil Sport. C, Taru Taru Murder Suspect. Or D, Dead Body. Arjit, you should know this. You're from Winders. You get to answer first. I've never done the question, or that <sighs> quest, but uh, Dead Body? I would Closer. back him up with Dead Body on that one. Um, actually, it's Taru Taru Murder Suspect. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> that's one I paid attention to when that's, I got it wrong. And that's also one of Shantato's missions that she gives you too. Is it? I I think it's the uh, Hypno Staff you get from her from that one. Hmm. It's one of those. That's also on the quest line for Warp 2, right? I think yeah, so. Yeah, that's that's a series of quests, and they all kind of sound the same, like Curse is Spoiled Again. They're all along <laughs> the same wording. <laughs> Even that quest sounds like something Shantoto mm -hmm. would say. Yeah, yeah. The, the three quests is Curses Foiled, or Curses Foiled, Curses Foiled Again, and Curses Foiled a Golem. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, the big deal about Vanafest were some of the announcements that were made at the talk session over the three days. There was a talk session each day uh, of Vanafest. Um, and and they released some very, very important information. All in different areas. Too. Oh, yeah. Um, one, some of the questions that were answered, uh, will there be chances to obtain relic equipment or adjurations in the future? Uh, and the answer that they give is that, uh, that they're currently planning to increase the number of opportunities players will have to obtain adjurations. Uh, as far as a relic equipment goes, uh, they said that they are planning on releasing similar equipment in the Ergon areas. Now, my question to you guys is... Do you think that that's going to be 
you know, just relic equipment for uh, for the new jobs that were added: Blue Mage, uh, Corsair, and Puppet Master. Or do you think it's going to be an Ot Ergon equivalent of relic gear? I think we're going to see some kind of equivalent. It's not going to be fall under that relic category. I think that's going to stick with the Dynamis zones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we're going to see some job-specific equipment, level 70 plus, rare EX stuff for the three new jobs. Yeah, um, the way that I see it is they're definitely going to introduce the relic for the three new jobs because even as far as AF goes in breaking the final limit for the three new jobs, that's all located in Odd Oregon. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're going to put that into the older expansion areas. However, I don't think that they're going to introduce like, you know, new Thief-specific and Dragoon-specific, because then the new jobs are going to be out one more armor set than what the old jobs are. Personally, what I think is going to happen is they're going to introduce more armor that can be worn by, like, one or two jobs, like maybe a Ranger and Thief, or Ranger, Thief, and Corsair-type set. I I think, uh, personally, I think what it is is that it's going to be new equipment that drops under similar circumstances, like the Relic equipment. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to see uh, any new Dynamis zones that that would be pure speculation. I don't know if we're going to, you know, see any new Dynamis-like events or anything like that. That would just be pure speculation on my part. I just think that it's going to drop under similar, similar circumstances. Possibly maybe uh, rewards for assaults. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, popping that treasure chest and, uh, you know, maybe one every 100 times a piece of this armor will drop. Who knows? It, it could be it could be any multitude of things. So I'm interested to see how uh, how these new uh, how this new equipment is going to be obtained. Um, one of the other questions, um, if any of you have done any of the fellowship NPC quests that, you know, after, you know, so so many, it just kind of stops there and you're left with just finishing off the level. So one of the questions was, can you make it so the fellow does not depart when changing areas? Also, will there be any follow-ups to the fellow-related quests? The answer was that the programmer in charge of this system is, you know, currently working on the issue. However, as far as the quests and whatnot go, you know, Otterguin was just recently released, so there's a lot of people that are still working on Otterguin to get that fully up and running. Right. The the way that I see it, though, is, you know, if you did do the fellowship quest, you know that your NPC comes from somewhere in the east. So I'm sure that eventually we are going to see some type of quest that relate to you and your fellowship NPC in Otterguin. You know, I've just recently realized that you can't use your NPC in the new zones. I don't use mine too much, but uh, I went to go use it learning some spells, and I'm like, why isn't this working? Yeah. And, you know, I really think that they should make some quest to get your NPC over there. Um, I really think that they need a rendezvous point in the new zones. It, It would be a big help for, you know, soloing and Beastmasters and things like that. Sure. And, uh, you know, I, I like the NPC stuff. I don't use mine as much as I probably could. Um, but I think it's a great addition to the game. I, I think I, I think that you know, and and I use I use my NPC every so often, um, but I'm someone who doesn't like to stick in an area very long. I would like for my NPC to be able to travel zones. I I, I it it's kind of annoying to to have your NPC despawn if you want to change areas, especially if you get to an area and it's really overcamped. Um, and, and I think I think an update like that or or you know even a quest to to make it so your npc can change areas with you um i i really i think that that would be a really good addition and might actually uh it, it might actually um uh inspire me to level my npc and it's not really the you know going to a place and it being over camp because usually you're gonna want to check out the zone before you call your npc 
But moreover, you're when you call an NPC, you're usually soloing, and if you take on too many links, like you know, I'm usually in quicksand caves, and there's been times when I'll, you know, I'm not really one to like get the mob, then pull it to a safe zone. I'll just fight it right there, and I've taken on up to four and five EP links before with my NPC. Sure. And you know, I don't, I'm like, I don't want to zone out. I just call her. That'd be you know, a 24-hour waste of, you know, a pearl. And right. Yeah. Most oh, yeah. of the time, I can handle them, but. Yeah, and the, the tactics pearl kind of helps with that, but not so much, you know, because you can mm-hmm. only get a new tactics pearl once a week, and you can burn through a tactics pearl in a night, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There have also been uh, some new announcements uh, about chocobo raising. One of the things that the uh, the panel were talking about was that uh, chocobo's attributes aren't growing uh, nearly fast enough, so uh, they're going to change the system and make uh, attributes grow a little bit faster, which is good because, I mean, my chocobo is still at at, at poor status with everything. However, there it should be noted that there are some ways, you know, if you do want to pour the money into it, to get in extra training days. Like if you use the Choco Elixir, that restores all of their energy mm-hmm. to where you could then go ahead and train them again that day. But again, that's uh, quite a bit of money. Uh, Ganny, do, do you have you participated in uh, Chocobo raising yet? I have not. And no. Usually, you know, I learned my lesson when the NPCs came out. When the NPCs came out that first night, I was there. I was trying to get my NPC, and mm-hmm. I waited in line for like you know an hour, or two hours, or something, just to click <laughs> on that question mark, just to fight a battle. And you know the chocobos came out, and I made up my mind right away. I said, "I'm going to wait a little while. There's going to be lines. There's going to be bugs. There's going to be something. I'm going to wait till that system is tweaked a little bit." Sure. Mm-hmm. There was a bug that was also discussed in the same thing. And it's speculation on if it is a bug or not, but it's a chocobo's not waking up. Well, actually, this this goes right into uh, into the next thing that uh, that the panel was talking about. And the question was, uh, you know, that that their chocobo wouldn't wake up, and they were wondering if it was a bug or if it was something if, if there was something wrong. And uh, and the the panel said that uh, chocobo resting for an indefinite period of time is not a system bug. Um, and and what they said in response to it was, if your chocobo is hungry when it goes to sleep, that it takes a longer time for it to regain energy, and it won't wake up until it's at full energy again. Um, however, they do realize that tending to a uh, a sleeping chocobo is uh, not the pinnacle of excitement. So what they're going to do is uh, they're going to be addressing that in the next update which i would imagine that would mean that uh they're going to update it so you can wake up your chocobo or uh at least feed it while it's asleep um it should also be noted too that you know if you think that your chocobo is sleeping longer than it should when um setting up your care plans make sure that you 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 designate the time you know how many days you want to go because if you yeah if you just do the default, it's going to be seven days. And if you thought that you picked two days and it's sleeping, you know, four or five, then you probably forgot to set the correct amount of days. So, you know, just be vigilant when you're setting up care plans and whatnot and make sure you're giving it um, exactly what it is you want. And uh, and finally, the, the last announcement about, uh, about Chocobos is that they're going to be introducing two new colors. Uh, the first one being red, and there's a there's a screenshot of actually a red chocobo on the Play Online website that you can check out. Looks very cool. And in fact, the minute that I saw it, I really wanted a red chocobo. <laughs> um, and and the second one, they're not announcing yet. They're not announcing the color. Um, so it'll be interesting uh, interesting to see. Do, do you want to? You guys want to take stabs at what uh, what the new color you think is going to be? Fuchsia. 
<laughs> no. Well, serious or not? Yeah, serious. All right. I'm um, looking for that polka dotted chocobo. <laughs> uh, I want a zebra one. Dalmatian. Personally, I I, I still want a green to go with my AF. Yeah. That's it. Would make sense line. if green was the next one because. That was one of the featured colors in sure. Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah. So I'd have to go green also. I'd say either green or gold. Green or gold? Yeah. Uh, Ganny, what do you think? Um, I th- honestly, I think it's going to be green. People have done a little bit of digging in the DAT files, and I think that they uh, uncovered the secret. And uh, Oh, did I think, they? I think we'll be looking to- for a green chocobo. All right. So, uh, so I guess you heard it here first that... Uh, Green is 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 the next color. Is the, is the number one uh, candidate want, for it at least. I still want polka dots. <laughs> polka dots would be sweet, mm-hmm. especially especially if there were multiple or, polka dotted ones. You could get different variations of it. Yeah, that would be so metal. I want a racing stripe on my chocobo. There you go. <laughs> that should be a feature of chocobo racing: detailing your chocobo. <laughs> I want, a blue, I, a blue chocobo with green tipped feathers <laughs> or flames on them. <laughs> chocobo. Yo, yo, Aww. give me, get, give me the twenty inch legs, the spinning legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I roll. Roadrunner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, another really big announcement uh, coming out of uh, uh, out of Vanafest um, were uh, the new job adjustments that are coming. And, and we've seen this list before. We've seen some of these. Uh, uh, you know, these were announced uh, a couple months ago. Um, some of these job adjustments and and haven't taken place. But now they've uh, they've built on uh, some of the ideas that they had. Uh, added some new ideas. Um, so uh, I think that we should just go down the list and talk about each job because we just, I mean, it's got to be covered. So, And it's not like a big, huge list for each job. Some of them are just like little blurbs. Uh, they're going to start off with Warrior, which, as we know, our weapon experts capable of using a variety of different weapon skills. Uh, they say the adjustments planned, uh, there's nothing definite, just a change to number of equipable weapons types as well as an increase to the type of professions that are compatible as a support job. So, as usual, they're trying to get warriors to sort of break the mold, stop going with the ninja sub, and yeah. uh, experiment with other things. Alright, well, uh, next on the monk is, or next on the list is monk. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> as we know, you know, usually you want to get a monk if you need something punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. That, that's yeah. what they're best at. And, sure. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, as far as, uh, you know, varying situations go, that's, that's what a monk is. It's DD. So, they're looking to expand on the job and make it more useful in a variety of different situations other than just damage dealing. That's, that's really vague. Other that's than really up, vague. Well, other I mean, than run up and punch something in the face. Take a look, for example, at Ninja. You know, they can tank, they can DD, uh, they have uh, limited uh, enfeebling spells they can pull. I mean, you can take Ninjas. Put them in a variety of different situations. They can do different things. Yeah. The same thing goes with Corsair. You can be a, a, a total support job. You can be a good damage dealer. You can be both. You can pull. And but when it comes to monks, it's you're a DD. You know, what yeah. else are you gonna do? Yeah, that's with, true. Punch. With the monk updates, you know, monk. Uh, it's always rumored that monk was meant to be a tank at first. Um, the gear doesn't really speak for it being a tank, but the job abilities do. You got counter and things like that. Oh yeah, and yeah. maybe that's what they're talking about here. Maybe they're gonna help Actually, us out with another tank. That would that would be I, really great. That would I be awesome. Be, so we wouldn't have warrior, paladin, ninja. We could also have monk. Yeah. At uh, you know, at beginning levels, don't monks have more vitality? 
yes. a higher vitality than and most jobs. Yes. They have and they have a monster HP pool, you know. Yep. Square Enix, if you're listening, this is Ganymede's wish list. Um, give us another tank. <laughs> Please. More tanks are awesome. Yeah, more more. Ta- I can't tell you how many parties have just been stalled looking for a tank. Oh, so annoying. You and you, you stupid tanks. It's for me. It's always, always, always a mage. There are never any mages. Really? Ever I'm looking. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's New bummer. paladin learned to main heal. Oh, screw you. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, let's move on to white mage then. Um, uh, in the last update, you know they they got a uh, some pretty good abilities. You know some new oh, things yeah. to use. Mm-hmm. And it says that they're still planning on increasing the benefits of using white magic as a main job, as well as increasing the number of ways white mages can contribute to a parties. And what I, you know, what I think of when I read that is, usually people, not usually, but but it is possible to take summoners over white mages. You know, they may not have as high level magic, but their their MP, MP pool is just fresh, insane. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. And so uh, it looks like they're looking to um, encourage us to use white mages over um, something more and else. more. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Black Mage, and the adjustments planned are making it so that Black Mages are more effective when partied up with certain jobs. So, pretty much... Support class? It, being able to have sorcerers. Combined attacks, maybe? I don't yeah. know. But, um, but don't to, Red Mages have something like that anyway? Uh, that's for themselves, though. They can uh, put elements onto their sword, but yeah. Maybe they'll open up some new spells for Black Mage that'll you know let them cast end spells on other melee Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a really. I good... wouldn't mind doing that. It'd yeah. be something new to do, and instead of worrying about just being me casting that certain element on something, I can cast the element on the DDs and the tanks' weapons, so that they're going against their going with the weaknesses. Uh, um, um, another um, idea is maybe depending yeah. on certain jobs, like uh, let's say there's a dark knight in the party. The uh, dark elemental spells of black mages are increased. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, just speculation. You're know, just throwing that out there. That would be kind of interesting. See, now when I when I read that sentence, making it so black mages are more effective when partied up with other jobs, to me that says that they're going to expand on trying to control burn parties. Okay, so uh, you guys thought that the black mage one was pretty vague, but here's the adjustments they have for red mage. We'll continue to find ways to put red mages in position where they are required to be ready for anything. Like, red mages don't have enough on their plate already. I'm sorry, we're going to give you refresh, and then we're going to make you do this, and then we're going to make you do that. Oh, wait, you don't have enough to do. Yeah. Here's some here, more. Here, why don't we give you a provoke ability, too, and some sneak attack? <laughs> <laughs> you guys can tank and manage your own hate. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ganny, what, uh, is, being a red mage, what would you like to see done with the job? A wyvern, maybe? I think Red Mage can be considered one of the most powerful jobs in the game already. Absolutely. Red Mage Ninja can solo things that no other job could dream of soloing. It's Um, true. Even Red Mage, Black Mage doing a sleek nuke uh, method can solo lots of things. And, you know, I, I think it's just a really powerful job, and I just... This statement is so vague... Uh, you know, you can't even make anything out of it. Um, oh, I know. Other than you know, helping out with maybe some new merits. You know, I always wanted to see that spell reflect come into play. Oh yeah, um, that oh, would be cool. Yeah, that would be very cool. Though and, you would expect either to happen for white mage or red mage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Um, and you know, I I can't expect them to 
adjust the job too much. Maybe adding a little, a little bit here with uh, the mer- the new merit abilities. Yeah. Um, I I don't think that they're going to toy with the job all that much, though. You know, it's a really vague statement, and I think they're trying to keep it that way, not to get anybody's hopes up too high. Right. For my sake, I'm still hoping for a Hastega. So many parties. Everybody gets haste but me, and I, I I know I don't need it. All right, but I still well, want can, it. You know, summoners <laughs> got it. You know. You- to yeah. Get some summoners in your party. But then the summoners are always like, oh, it doesn't last very long. It's not worth the MP. <laughs> Have the white mage haste you. The white mage is like, thief don't need haste. <laughs> uh, moving on to one of the uh, one of the uh, you know the star jobs of uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy XI, we have thief. Sorry. And uh, the adjustments planned are adding elements that will allow thieves to increase the potential of their parties because right now you know it, thief goes with the tanks. You know, thief follow the tank. Do the hate management thing. Personally, what I'd like to see is something going in the other direction. Right now, our hate management is giving hate to people, right? I would like to see some type of like anti-hate, like you know, mages who overcast and who take way too much hate, and the tanks can't get it off. First, you get the mage to stand still, and then you do this <laughs> type luck. of a, a type of attack on them that like either takes hate off, maybe transfers it onto you, but you know, just takes the hate away from the mage. Maybe instead of uh, you know lining up in front of the thief, they'll do something where you get behind the thief. And, yeah, that's not a bad idea too. Yeah, that'll I, help shed some hate. Sure, sure. You, oh yeah, that'd be cool. You know, you you throw up whatever it is, and then you know, let's say it's a mage. The mage gets behind you, so you know, it's not exactly a cover type ability, but uh, it, it slowly saps the hate from that mage onto the thief. Yeah. Right. I wonder if you'd be able to then put it onto a tank with trick attack. Oh yeah. Oh oh, I just got the perfect idea. A store hate ability, where, huh. where, where you know you use this ability. Let's say it lasts uh, thirty, you know, thirty seconds, and for that thirty seconds, the mob doesn't get to hate. It stores it up somehow, and then you can then like do trick attack to take instead of just the normal, you know, big critical hate. You have this whole pool of hate that you're putting onto the tank all at once. Right. That would be cool. Uh, moving on to uh, to Paladin. Um, they're talking about uh, improving the performance of Paladins when fighting in continuous battles. Uh, now, the term continuous battles, uh, what does that mean to you, Ghani? Um, I think what that means is uh, they want paladins to join some parties where they're going to hit high chains. Uh, oh, okay. Nin- ninjas, um, you know, you get war ninja or just ninjas, they can hit those high chains, you know, hit the double digits. People have been known to hit triple digit chains. Sure. Uh, paladins, you know, they're lucky if they can see a chain six. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what they're going to do is they're going to, Everybody's enjoying these high chain parties. Uh, mm-hmm. Paladin can only do it if they're really lucky to get some kind of DD position in in a party that's already capable of reaching these chains. And I think that's what they're trying to do is they're gonna try to let Paladin somehow hit these higher chains uh, just to spread out the fun for everyone. Yes, yeah. that's definitely something that I'd like to see because I really don't. I became a paladin because I love to tank, and I don't at end game levels where I'm doing meriting parties. I don't want to just become another DD that subs in. I want to be able to tank and still hit those high chains because that is what I love to do. Um, uh, uh, something else that's uh, been discussed that could be uh, come from this possible update is uh, maybe a bigger MP pool for the paladins too. Yeah, I could see how a larger MP pool may help to increase some chains. Absolutely. Because it is, curing themselves to keep the hate yeah. takes away like half their pool as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to rest and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. 
Sure, sure. I mean, maybe even expanding on that uh, auto refresh ability. Uh, that's another possibility too. Uh, increasing, you know, increasing ticks, stuff like that. So maybe, that right? Maybe you could merit it uh, to another tick or something. Moving on now to Dark Knight, uh, the adjustments plan, it's a little bit disappointing. Increasing power when equipped with a scythe. Okay, that's cool. I like scythes and everything. I personally like greatsword a whole lot more. I can do better damage. I, I like swords. I like I swords. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just like, <laughs> I like big swords. What can I say? So, I, I mean, it's a little bit disappointing, but, you know, uh, Scythe, it, it is our A-plus weapon, um, you know, and, and I guess increasing power with Scythe. All right, cool. I'll use that. I guess I'll use Scythe a little bit more often now. So. All right, uh, next is Beastmaster. Now, uh, they're already, you know, beasts at, so- no pun intended, at soloing. Mm. Um, so they're looking to increase the Beastmaster's potential for parties, which which I would like to see because I've read up on Beast a whole lot. And the, the, the whole myth is that people don't want beasts in their parties because they reduce experience gain. It, it, that used to be true, although they they adjusted that, didn't they? What yes. it was, the, uh, from, this is what, from what I've read, it's never really affected the party's experience like but it was the beastmaster alone that suffered from the experience penalty not the party and and even then there are techniques that you can use to where you let go of your pet or the pet dies before the end of the battle so that doesn't happen um well i i, I mean I, I know that they did adjust beastmaster uh quite a while ago because um you know having a beastmaster in a party at one time did reduce the experience for the rest of the party because some of that xp would be going to uh the mob that uh that the beastmaster had under his or her uh control that was of course adjusted and i think that's where you know the criticism that you found uh Kahlo, where you know they're saying that uh, you know beastmasters don't get uh, themselves they don't get enough experience um I, I haven't heard that i haven't played beastmaster so i really don't know but um, I, I'd like to see. I, I would like to see how, like, how you know how they would fit Beastmaster into uh, a party dynamic. You know what its main job would be. Would it be DD? Would it be Polar? You know what exactly would it be? Well, that's uh, the, the whole thing with the pet is they would be both DDs and Pullers because as your party's fighting one mob and it's starting to die, the Beastmaster could send their mob out to fight another one, and by the time your current mob dies, mm-hmm. so does the pet, and now that other one's already being pulled in at half HP. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It makes chains a lot easier. Yeah, sure. yep. you could you could see the potential for some quick chains with that. Absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely. So uh, you know, people out there who you know always put the Beastmaster down, there is some serious potential there. And next up on the list, we have Ranger adjustments planned. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed here. It's, it seems like Square is cracking under the pressure since all the people complain about Ranger. Yeah. Making adjustments to accuracy, rate, and damage based on distance from the target. Square. The job is fine how it is. It really is. You guys did a great job turning it into an advanced job. Leave it how it is. Yeah. It's fine. I think that with that update, it really balanced out Ranger. And so many people, so many people complained about it. So many so many people complained about that job update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I do think it, I do think that Square is starting to, to crack under the pressure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I have to agree with you 100% that they made it into uh, a, a more difficult job, which I, I think is really the reason that people were complaining. Mm-hmm. And um, it also says to look forward to changes for Rangers in the next version update. So, yeah, that's coming in October. 
Um, moving on to the next one, we have Ninja, where it says the plans are to strengthen, or there are no plans to strengthen the job of Ninja, only make it more useful in a variety of situations. Again, really vague. Um, I would also like to point out, though, that, you know, Annie, you've uh, plugged a couple times the whole uh, Ninja using Shuriken things. Yes. And there have been a lot of, you know, people out there who think don't think that that, that would work because Shurikens don't have enough possibilities to them. I mean, they, they, they take up a lot of room in the inventory. They don't have weapon skills. However, when I started leveling core, I've been using darts, all right? And this is just at lower levels, but the darts, in comparison to the dagger that I was using, the darts did more damage and attacked at a faster rate. Wow. If we start using throwing weapons, then the demand for changes to the throwing weapons will come. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, I could totally see that. If we start oh, yeah. using them, then Square will give us dart bags. If we start using them, then Square will give us weapon skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to see some kind of throwing weapon skill. I think it could be a really cool animation. Um, Absolutely, <laughs> and the DPS with those things are just amazing. Oh yeah. Uh, moving on to Dragoon. Um, in the last big update that we got where everyone got, you know, their new meritable abilities, they said that, you know, Dragoon, they weren't sure what they were going to do with Dragoon because they had just got the new two-hour. Mm-hmm. However, they do have some adjustments planned, one of which is they're going to reduce the super jump timer to three minutes. Empathy will now give both the Dragoon and the Wyvern the stone skin effect. And Spirit Surge will have the, the added effect ability to where it will reset the recast timer of all your jumps. Interesting. I, I think I think those are all uh, all valid updates. Uh, you know, they seem pretty minute, but um, I think that'll make the job a, a little bit more dynamic, especially especially reducing uh, you know the recast timer and uh, and having spirit surge re- uh, reset all the mm-hmm. all the recast timers. Uh, you know, um, everyone was saying that that spirit surge should be a better two hour. I think that's a that's a really good way to make it a better two hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next on the list is Summoner. Blood-packed recast timers are not going to be based on the type of spell used, healing, enhancing, or damage. Blood-packed special attack bonuses may be earned while equipping items that give the summoning skill bonuses. And also, and I think this is something that the entire Summoner community is going to be able to look forward to, but now when you use blood packs, your summoning skill magic may increase. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, yeah. Leveling up summoning magic is such a pain because oh, it, well, it you only always... happens when you summon. You know? Yeah, you always. I mean, you always see summoners outside of Juno just sitting there, just you know, spamming, mm-hmm. uh, spamming, uh, right? You know, their summons, and uh, uh, you know, yeah, I can understand how that would be a, a pretty big frustration, and even more so because you can't summon them in cities. Like the way that most ma- most white mages uh, cap their healing spells is they sit right outside the Mog House so they can mm-hmm. run in for instant. And restoration, but summoners can't do that because they have to be outside. Oh yeah. Well, they um, can now, do it in the uh, in Alzabi. Yeah, yeah, more lag. Woot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. that's exactly what you need in Alzabi. Um, now the big deal uh, coming out uh, of these job adjustments and uh, the one that we're that is going to be most prevalent and is also coming in the October update is the update to samurai, and this is a big big deal for DDers that use two handed weapons, specifically Dark Knight, Dragoon, and Warrior. This is a huge update, making samurai a really critical sub job to have. Question was brought up: Is is this going to affect monks also? Because uh, knuckles and things like that may be considered a two-handed weapon. Oh, that's oh, a good. Yeah. You know, I never, I never thought of that. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, that's that. Wow, that is a really good point. 
And it's not just a dual-wielding Knuckles thing. Right, because <laughs> when you sub um, Ninja to Monk, you can't equip two sets of Knuckles. Right. Um, so it may be considered we, a two-handed. <laughs> we, we've been over that one. <laughs> yes, we have. Um, so it may affect monks also. Um, I think it's unclear at this point, but I, I'm willing to bet that it will. Yeah, you know, it, you know, thinking about that a little bit more, I, I, I agree with that that um, that it should it should affect monks. Now, uh, the big deal with these samurai job adjustments are um, some of the new job abilities that samurai are, is going to be getting. Uh, the first one is called Hasso. Uh, you get it at level twenty five. The recast time is one minute, and the duration is five minutes. And it grants a bonus uh, uh, to attack speed accuracy and strength when using two-handed weapons. Now, that's a really big deal because, uh, you know, especially for Dragoons and Dark Knights, uh, accuracy and speed are the two biggest uh, the biggest influences on that. Now, uh, of course, we don't know how it's going to increase uh, and if it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, if, for example, attack speed is going to be extremely noticeable, um, but that is a that it is a really big, big deal because as you guys like to make fun of me for, I hit really slow. Um, so it, it would be nice to get uh, enhanced attack speed and accuracy. Uh, my biggest concern about this ability is the fact that the recast timer is significantly yeah. lower than the duration. Go yeah, ahead. I was looking at that too, and I think it's an error. Uh, you think so? I think they've got the numbers backwards. They've got recast one minute, duration five minutes. I think we're looking at a five-minute recast okay. for a one-minute duration. See, now, I'm, I'm not entirely sure about that because one of one of the things that is also mentioned is that um, there there will be – a penalty imposed on magic, song, and nujitsu recast time while uh, Hasso and the second ability, uh, Segan, is in effect. Um, now, it, it remains to be seen what those penalties are. So take, for example, um, you know, if, uh, if Absorb TP is, you know, a three-minute recast, then um, I, I would say that a significant penalty to that is if it uh, jumped up to uh, a five-minute recast i think that would be a reason for the recast and the duration to be what it is actually i i just found if you notice on the panel page it says that the updates with the whole samurai thing is they want people to be able to choose between an offensive or a defensive stance yes. when using and right down here it says that hasso and saigon if both abilities are used only the most recently activated ability will take effect so you can't have both up at the same time right they do not stack that's why the duration is longer and that's why the the recast is shorter because you can't say hasso then saigon it's one or the other sure and it it all remains to be seen it could be a typo um and and honestly that would you know gandy that would make a, a whole lot of sense uh you know for it to be a typo um but if it's not i, I think that those are the reasons why the uh recast cast and the duration are, are are what they are now of course we've been uh, you know we've been talking about segan so let's let's see what it actually does um it grants a bonus to the third eye ability when using two-handed weapons now it also uh, it also states that while segan is effect the recast timer for the third eye job ability will be decreased by half and also that they're bumping it down from 60 seconds to a 30 second recast um so that means that uh third eye will be available every 
every 15 seconds while Segan is in effect. Um, also, with the the next version update, the player may uh, counterattack or keep the third eye effect when the player evades an attack uh, using the third eye job ability, which uh, previously it would uh, you would always anticipate the attack uh, when third eye uh, was active. Uh, the chance for that player uh, to keep the third eye effect uh, will, uh, even after evading, will gradually decrease uh, the time that the ability is used. Um, so a, a lot of things happening uh, on the defensive side uh, that, are a, that are a little bit more complicated. Uh, so that means that, you know, timing, counting out, things like that uh, is really, you know, you're really going to have to get, get used to the adjustments. Wait to get to meritable levels because players will not be able to use merit points to increase weapon skill damage by 5% when the job trait overwhelm is in effect. Yep. So, you know, depending on how, how much they can put in there, that's a significant increase in damage. Absolutely. Skill. Oh, yeah. Damage Absolutely. Output. Uh, another adjustment that's also being made to Samurai is that the job trait uh, Zanshin will be acquired now at level 20. That's it. That's it for uh, the job adjustments, uh, you know, for for. Uh, upcoming updates. Uh, now, something uh, also that was released in the last couple of weeks ha uh, has been, uh, you know, not necessarily an update update, but it's been in, uh, you know, the life of Von Adil, uh section, and uh, it's it's a small story uh, about uh, a new beastman type that's uh, that's going to be introduced eventually called uh, Pirogos, um, and what these are are uh, beastman type frogs. Um, they frog people. Yeah, yeah, it, pretty much. Mm -hmm. uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, frog people. They're not, you know, they're not as big as other beastmen. They're about the size of a taru. Uh, and speaking of tarus, their um, whole history is tied closely with the tarus, which means that these are magic using beastmen. Yeah, most of the jobs that you're going to be that you're going to be seeing uh, coming out of uh, the pirogos, I, I believe, are going to be mages. Now, uh, personally, I think this is really interesting because it doesn't at all give what this could mean. And the way that I see it is that it could be one of two things. It could be something as small as just, you know, uh, a new event coming up, like when we had the buffaloes and the, you know, in the starting areas with the, the dash stash. Sure. Or it could be something as big as, you know, for example, take uh, the Altepa region, right? Mm -hmm. The only beastmen in there are the Antikins. Right. So this could be a type of thing for Ad Ergen where they're planning on adding a whole new area dedicated to the pirogos sure so um uh, uh you know another thing to to also keep in mind is that with uh you know in in von Adil, not all beastmen are inherently evil in uh in juno you have you know you have muckvick shop and uh and and the um, the goblins that have made residence in Juno, uh, in Alzabi, you have the uh, Kikrin. Moblins also aren't inherently evil. Right, it's covered within the uh, certain missions that you do. Right, there are some that take residence up in, um, like there's one in Windurs in Windurs Waters. There's one in Sandoria, mm -hmm. and in also the Treasures of Ottergan missions, there's that Yagudo who's mm -hmm. good helping you yeah i think that's what these pirogos are going to be kind of like we may see them in towns um sure maybe like npcs but they may also be might be able to battle, battle with them also like you mm -hmm. can with those uh, they're uh, they might be kind of like a neutral kind of mm -hmm. uh beastman well if you listen to some of the uh some storyline stuff from some quests and whatnot there's also mention of a mamul jaw city that yes that that that's friendly that you can go to yes um i don't know if it's there right now but it, it, i'm sure it's 
possibly going to come in future updates. Uh, I'm not entirely sure on that either. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it remains to be seen what the Pirogo uh, are, are, you know, what what kind of disposition they're going to have, um, and and also, uh, you know, if if we're going to be able to fight them or not. I would love personally to see a entire town full of friendly beastmen that you can go to and maybe like maybe it'd be an easier way to get your relic updates to your weapon yeah um uh, for example uh Nashmau, uh has a lot of the the Kikrin, uh hanging out in the in the city area granted Nashmau isn't that big but um uh, I mean, like Kikrin and uh, maybe the Pirogo, if they're going to be nice, mm-hmm. goblins, moblins. One other thing about the Pirogos that, uh, and this is this is just a personal speculation, um, is that I, I think with, uh, you know, with these beastmen that we might see a new uh, status ailment, and that might be the Toad status. We've seen it in almost every other Final Fantasy game that there is, and yet it, it has not been in here yet. Um, I don't think that, uh, you know, if they do introduce something like a toad status, I think the only way that you're going to be able to uh, be turned into a toad is to be fighting a pirogo. And I don't think that we're going to be seeing, uh, you know, spells like, you know, like toad, toad or, or, you know, or, 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 or even I don't I don't even think that you'll be seeing a, a counter to that like toad. I think you'll be seeing it, it'll be more like uh, it, it has to be erasable. And I, I think it would be interesting if they introduced a toad status effect. I mean, I'm not I'm not entirely sure uh, of how, uh, you know, how all of that would work, uh, you know, within the confines of the game. But uh, I, it's it's an idea that you know the minute that I saw oh you know frog beastman I thought toad status ailment so mm-hmm. and that's just pure speculation oh yeah because we have no idea what they're going to be planning to do with the pirogos uh, let's you know let's take a let's take a look at uh, some of the emails that uh, we've received over the last week so all right we got an email from Sirius Black level thirty two white mage on the Carbuncle server and here's what he writes. I've been listening to you all since the beginning, and first, let me tell you that your show rocks. I have a question about stats. Some of my LS members were debating which stats increase my summoner should have. Mind your intelligence. Truth is, not many people know what exactly each stat affects. Could you round up some info and let the good people of Vonadil know? Personally, the way that I look at it is the biggest and the most prominent thing about summoners is their huge MP pool. Yes. Yeah. Based on your sub, that should determine what you're looking into. Usually, it's white mage, so you should definitely look into having more mind. Right. Uh, whether or not intelligence affects, you know, uh, blood packs or whatnot, I'm 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 still pretty sure that's not really unclear, you know, through most of the uh, world of Von and Deal. But the fact that you always have white mage subbed, you know, you're gonna want mind over intelligence. the intelligence for the blood packs because you're gonna be healing more than you are using, you know, probably the elemental blood packs. Right. Yeah. I, I think what people. Uh taken up summoner will see is that once they hit around level 50 where they can wear the uh, austere gear or it's also known as the hobo set um, they'll, <laughs> I, love, they'll notice, I love that armor they'll notice that these stats will do things to the blood packed ability blaze or your uh, avatar um, how much MP it uses per tick and things like that so those mm-hmm. are the things that you're going to want to be boosting higher mm-hmm. up the level um, yeah. lower level you're probably going to be doing some healing and things like that so mind is my probably where you want to be at um later on it's going to be all like mp rings mp earrings and uh, oh, yeah. going with that hobo and your af gear oh yeah definitely right. mm-hmm. that that's the thing about summoners it's not like other jobs where you're looking for pure stats you're looking for one of those off things like the uh reducing your avatar uh 
uh, perpetual rate of exactly. the NP and whatnot. Exactly. That, that's what you should be looking at because that allows you to have them out longer. Just like carb emits. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. them out there for free. Right. Yep. yep. Yep, that's exactly it. So uh, there's our recommendation, um, uh, and I guess our two cents. So uh, moving on, uh, lastly, to Adventure of the Week, we're going to wrap this up for uh, for the week. So this week's adventurer is uh, is actually the nomination is coming out of uh, out of our our own pool of knowledge again. Kahlo, uh, uh, you want to go ahead? Earlier in the show, I mentioned how untouchable I was, and we told you why. The fact that I just came across a large sum of gill. So, this adventurer of the week is Miku Maru. He is a level 73 summoner now. He has a, a bunch of other high-level jobs, but I'm pretty sure that summoner is his, uh, that's where his passion lies. And he came to me, like I said, when, when hearing about my problem, in, you know, four, four KS-30 fights. That, that's a lot of orbs, that's a lot of seals, it's a lot of time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I was out, like, I don't even know how much money I was out, but, but he brought these to me and said, here you go, man, let's split this 50-50, your connections, my orbs. Let's do it. You know, he said, as a mage, I don't have that much stuff that I have to buy, so I'm willing to to give this to you. He's been helping me uh, help me out a lot in game recently too. So, uh, Mikumaro, this one goes out to you. Adventure of the week, Mikumaro. Congratulations. Yep. That's it for us this week. Uh, make sure to uh, check out our website, www.limitbreakradio.com. Sign up on our forums. Uh, also, give us iTunes reviews. Uh, we, we have a few up there. Uh, it's always nice to see more. Um, so if you have an iTunes account, just you know, throw up a little review for us. Constructive uh, criticism oh, is always welcome. Oh, absolutely. And if there's ever anything that you hear on this show that is incorrect, that you don't agree with, we do listen to you we we read all of your emails we read the boards you'll always notice that we're on the boards so definitely sign up on our forums email us we we all read it personally uh sometimes wally reads it too so um <laughs> he enjoys some of the things that people say on there oh yeah especially that um it's mostly the pictures <laughs> Well, I think he likes the dedicated thread that he now has in the host section. Uh, yeah, w- Wally. Wally generally keeps all of the uh, all of the uh, the weird photos that we get. <laughs> weird photos? He's don't, don't even worry yeah. about it. It's fine. Um, Callow no. keeps them under his bed. <laughs> oh. Well, oh, that's, that, oh. surprisingly enough, that's also where he keeps Wally too. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's it for us this week. I'm a Nero. Keep listening. And this is Kylo throwing in the dice. This is Sale. Look out for that Doom Scorpion, please. And this is Argentlon protecting the weak. And this is Ganny. Keep using FFX Cyclopedia. And big shout out to Avengers on Phoenix. Well, thank you very much, Ganny, for uh, for being with us this week. Uh, it was a it was a pleasure and an honor to have you with us. Good time. Well, tune in next week. Tetra Master and Vanadilla registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.